Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PK Podcast. State baseball looks crazy, and there's a bunch to talk about within that realm, so let's dive in. <clears throat> All right, so state baseball just got done. Crazy, crazy games. Um, Dowling versus City High really lived up to the hype. That game was nuts. Had all the type of storylines you'd love to see out of a state performance. Um, and then Johnson versus Northwest was just an impressive display of hitting, uh, mainly by hitting and pitching by the Dragons. So uh, let's dive right in to the first game, Johnson versus Waukee Northwest. I mean, this is a Pemble master class, man. This is what he does. I think he's the best big game pitcher in the state the past two years. He's been on this stage multiple times and came through for the Dragons. Um, 110 pitches, 6.1 innings pitched, .160 opponent batting average in this outing, and he also only get he gave up three end runs. They got to him a little bit. I believe it was in the first inning. They got one on Johnson, and then the third inning, they did score two. Um, uh, he only walked one batter, and he had ten strikeouts in this outing. He had his stuff, man. He was his swing and miss stuff was there. He was locating his off speed well. Um, yeah, this is just kind of peak Pimble. This is what we've kind of gotten used to seeing. He's done this throughout the season. Um, he just wins. He finds ways to win. With he does all the little things perfectly well. He doesn't do anything. He's not going to overpower you with speed. He's just going to locate you, you really well. And uh, today he overpowered the bat. I mean, uh, he overpowered batters yesterday. So yeah, he, it was an impressive start from Penbull. That I was a little bit worried in the third inning. I didn't think he'd go deep, but his good innings are just so quick that um he was able to just continue to go deep. I believe he was it was like twenty plus pitches in the third inning, about like seventeen in the first inning, and then after that he gets like ten pitch innings or twelve pitch innings. So he's able to go deep. Just how how efficient he is when he's locating. Um another storyline to talk about is Johnson sophomore Tyne Whedon. Again hope I'm saying that right. I mean he's putting on an absolute show at the state tournament. He's four for six with two home runs. He had no home runs before the state tournament, which is crazy to me because this kid's got pop in his bat. He's got six RBIs in two games. I mean, he's been putting on a show out there. I believe he's the DH. So we haven't seen what he's like in the field, but, man, that bat is there. He's doing it into aces. Uh, not, he did get Skelly, I guess. Um, I don't even think it was Skelly. It was a relief pitcher. But... Um, Doyle, Doyle and um, Miller just got they jumped on them, and I mean this is a, I mean Whedon's just been nuts hitting wise, and his uh, at bats look comfortable. He's um, he's taking pitches. He's not just jumping on the first thing he sees, and then he when he hits it, he's hitting it hard. This one it was pulled deep. He's a lefty. So he was pulled to deeper um, right field. That was a no doubter. I, I was gone off the bat, but um, and his other one was opposite field shot. 
which was really that's super impressive to be hitting opposite field bombs at a college level stadium in a high school in high school as a sophomore again. Um, Will Nuss is another. He's a freshman, and I think this kid's gonna be D one bound. He's a freshman. He's already a two hole hitter on the best team in the state, and his his at bats. I mean, everyone on Johnson's gonna have good at bats, but this kid, man, he he does everything right in the box. Almost every single time I've watched him so far, he's really honed in in the state tournament. The freshman kind of state tournament thing of being nervous is just not true. It feels like with that this man, dude, he's been nuts. Um, he had a really good game. Uh, he had three RBIs, I believe. He had a a home run too. So, yeah, I mean, these, Johnson's losing some dudes. They're losing Pinball. They're losing Risley. They're mo- losing Campadilly. But these up-and-comers are so good and could be so good, I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue for them. I I mean, it's Johnson baseball. They, they just continue to produce good baseball players. I'm sure there's kids on the bench right now waiting their turn. And that are just just as or just a little bit below the current players right now. Um, another thing to talk about, Campadilly slumping a little bit in the state tournament. He'll get his bat going. I mean, he's got insane pop. He's probably got some of the best pop on the team. He just needs to connect with Bumball and see it go in, in play or, or out of the park. And I think he'll be right back. He's got one game to do it. And to me, good pitching. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes with Campadilly. He's defensively. Don't get me wrong. He's been elite defensively at the tournament. Doing a great job. He he's great at framing. He's. I don't think he's really gotten a chance to throw a runner out, and that that that's a testament to how good he is and how good his arm is. Um, a little about walking North West. Weston Bar- Weston Barber was performing. He his at bats were good, and he was he was seeing Pimble pretty well. He got two hits on both opposite field hits. Um, one of them was a triple to lead off the game, which was crazy. That that I, that was a big momentum boost for them. But then they only got one from a tri- lead off triple, which is what you're supposed to do. But to beat Johnson, I feel like you just need to blow up an inning, especially the first inning. I think that would have been crazy. But they just couldn't really get a big. The top of the lineup was doing pretty well. Ben Burkle drove in all three, RB, all three runs that Joaquin Earth was uh, scored. But I mean, eleven runs given up, and the defense just wasn't really there from them either. It wasn't like this is just a pitching issue. There were multiple errors that would have drastically made this game uh, shorter. One, it was a long game, and two. Uh, more in reach or walking Northwest. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Northwest is definitely, they competed, at least right at the beginning, they were competing. Those at-bats were good. Uh, when um, Ingstrom, Ingstrom got on with a leadoff walk, and that's when uh, I think Burkle either hit a double or a triple and uh, scored Barber and Ingstrom. So, yeah, that was they they were competing. It's just then Pimble instead of doing what a lot of pitchers do, which is if they crumble, 
we see that all the time at the tournament. A starting pitcher get jumped on and has a chance to crumble, and Pimble just shut that down. He he literally got better as the game went almost. Right in that four through five inning span, He, I believe he had like four or five Ks. Um, so, yeah, Pim, Pimble, great career for that man. He's he's an elite pitcher. He's been the best big game pitcher the past two years. He, he's gone dra- the Dragons to the state championship twice now. So I'm excited to see how he does in college on at Kirkwood, I believe. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how he does. Um, another thing to talk about is just that I, I was talking about this earlier with Whedon, I believe, and in, in Nuss. One through nine, maybe besides the nine with the one hole at short, they every single Johnson AB is just taking pitches, being smart, not swinging except they know they can't hit. And that, I mean, the biggest thing in the state tournament, I feel like, is just getting a pitcher's pitch count up, cracking that bullpen because a starter arm, once that thing is tarnished, it's going to start walking batters. And Johnson's got the eye to take walks. And two, the the relief pitching in high school is not a strength. It's usually, I mean, Johnson's kind of a different case, and Dowling's probably a little bit of a different case. The two teams have made it. But like I saw last night with City High, their relief pitching, I mean, Gable Mitchell's coming in to close the game. That's just that's just an af- like an athlete that throws hard. So I think it's, I, I don't think there's a big there, there's a decrease in talent obviously with the starter to the bullpen it's not like the MLB where you see a, a guy come in and like Rays style Tampa Bay Rays style just shut down an opposing team using relief pitching um, these dudes come in and it's usually a decrease in, in stuff and once you crack that bullpen in high school I feel like you can blow the game up easy Johnson kind of did it here. I guess they jumped on Doyo more than um, I actually look at the the stat lines here for pitching. Doyle, he gave up two earned runs. Miller gave up three runs on an error, I believe, but he walked three batters. The immediate decrease in stuff. I mean, Grant Miller was a starter for a lot of the year, so I guess I can't fully say that He's like a bullpen arm. But then Jake Eason came in. Jake Eason did all right. He gave up a run. I mean, he gave up a run. Another kind of weird weird situation with him. How he got two outs using a, his pickoff move. And then Carter Van Horn, he gave up two earned runs. And it was just right when Van Horn uh, came in, you could see the difference. Because Johnson either, like, they just pounced on him. They knew something about him or something. Because he gave up single home run. Uh, double right away first three batters so I mean yeah it's it's um just super impressive how good these ABs from Johnson they they're uh, Barda just knows how to equip them to win they've done it Johnson baseball is a thing like people know about Johnson baseball and they just do it on the field every year um it's gonna be impressive. It's gonna be so cool to see this state championship. So let's let's dive into Dowling versus City High here. Dowling versus City High. Um, this game of the tournament so far, easily the 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 home crowd feel that Iowa City High can have because they're about 
like I don't know how far away from their high school, but they're super close. He's so it's so dope because this felt like a villain team coming in to play like the hometown team. That's exactly what it was. Um, I mean, this is a senior storybook game. Jake English comes into this game. I think it, I thought it was Sheridan. Maybe I'm, I got something wrong with Sheridan. Again, I'm looking at stats, so that's why I went with Sheridan. I don't know if Dowling's trying to save Sheridan, or I have a list that Morrow's available, so I don't know if Sheridan will even pitch unless it's a relief, but... Um, so I don't know if I had something wrong with that, but I thought it would be Sheridan, like I said, and English comes in, who has a 5 ERA and a high whip, like a 2 or 1.85 whip, I think it was. This, I, I did not think Jake English was going to pitch. Potentially, I mean, again, I'm I'm not out watching every single dying game. He's probably pitched in games similar to skill level of this but I was just shocked and this man does it he goes five inning pitch only gives up three and runs and with Dowling's offense that's a massive W six K's two he had swing and miss stuff on I mean, this Johnson I mean this city high team we remember we were just talking about how good their bats are at just removing the line they hit their singles take their walks that's how they get you in trouble they get you in high stress high stress uh situations and um usually with the low amount of outs too because of how good they are just getting like lead off single we saw Indianola get dismantled I think this has showed that Indianola is clearly just a tier below these teams because a run rule in the state tournament realistically means you should have been a lower seed if you're the seventh seed you, you were probably the eight seed. It should have been Johnson versus Indianola and Liberty versus City High. But back to it, I mean, um, English did the thing. Two hits. He allowed two hits. <laughs> he allowed two hits. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. My bad. He hit two hits and had an RBI, too. So he was producing offense while shutting it down on the mound. His control had been an issue. All season, he had a lot of walks, but this man, I mean, you give it to English. He had, like, a senior storybook moment. He came in and shoved. <laughs> like, he he was throwing strikes. He never really got in a, a scary, super scary situation till late in the game, especially with walking people. He was not really just walking batters. I'll double, touch, double check. He had two hit-by-pitches. I believe he had Obermeller and then... He hit someone else later in the game, I think. But, yeah, it was crazy how good he he did. He just showed up. Um, Larson coming in to shut this game down. I was talking about it with one of my friends earlier this week, or I think it was last week. I was like, Larson's a bullpen option at State. He's got nine innings on the season. If you just pitch him for, like, 15 pitches, I mean, why not use him if his arm feels good, obviously? And they did end up using him, and that was so electric. He comes in and gets a tuning kind of save opportunity. I think this is – yeah, he got a tuning save. Um, I mean, I, this was so hype, him coming out. 
and he comes he comes into the game like he was he was pimping it like he was he was going like he was getting hype while he was walking in as a sophomore heading into one of the biggest uh ab's innings that he'll have of his career so far um yeah that was nuts uh I, I was this is a, just had all the storylines um dowling I think small ball city high honestly no home runs for dying the team the state leading team in home runs and uh home runs but to be fair I mean it is high school baseball it's not going to be jacks over the fence every single game but I mean 12 hits dowling had 12 hits um they left eight runners on base and the so they just they out hit City High pretty severely, doubled their hits. Um, so for it to only be six to four, ugh, that's scary for for runners in scoring position hitting. But um, I do I am remembering now. Jay Kennedy came in and relief after Alex Nutson got jumped on by Dowling. They saw him perfectly. Right away, he he uh, I believe he walked the batter to lead off the game, um, and then single, single or something, and they got two hundred runs right away. Or no, it was like a double or something. They somehow Dowling scored two runs in the first inning, and then Nutson got bases loaded uh, in the second, and they took him out right away. Smart move by City High. I see. I mean, I feel like there's times where you just got to take him out. Um, I feel like there's been moments in the state tournament where they've allowed a, a pitcher to go too far. I'd, I'd point to maybe Brady Blake, just get arms out there. Now, I will say in that situation, though, is there really an arm that they're going to come in and shut They're going to come in and shut down like an Iowa City high? Probably not, but it's seven runs from, from Blake's start earlier. We'll talk about Blake earlier because he actually had a cool milestone. Um but, yeah, Dowling, I think, small ball to City High. They they did what City High does to teams. Um, and that was cool to see. I was I was shocked that Jake English kept coming out because in my mind, based on the games I've seen Dowling, they've kind of Tampa Bay raid pitching. They, they bring in a reliever that's kind of like a starter-ish type of pitcher that goes deep into games. But it's like in the third inning, they're going deep into the, like, the game their start starts at the third inning because they'll have like a like a Jumaro came out pitched two innings and they brought in Evan Curran who shoved against Prairie so yeah I um yeah it's it's uh this Dowling team man they're electric they got all the prospects that make their team just super fun to watch here's what I will say that Trevor Baumler I mean I swear to god every single ball he's hit is a hundred plus miles out the bat, dude. These are deep pop outs, and uh, luckily he's done it in sack fly. He has he had three sack flies this game. This man had three sack flies. Yeah, he had. Hold on, <laughs> he had three RBIs. I'm pretty sure he had three sack flies. I'll double check the. He had two, two sack flies. I don't know how he got the third RBI. That that, I'm tripping. I don't remember how he got the third RBI, but it, he's had three sack flies in the tournament where he just hits a bomb dead center, and it scores a runner. So, I mean, bombers at bats are something to watch. 
he got he he's like got a little like he gets mad if he doesn't swing at a pitch or something. It's just fun to watch how he corrects himself and makes an adjustment adjustment. Um he's also really good defensively. He did throw out a runner late in the game that was huge to get English out of the game. Or no, it was Larson to get out of that inning who was in trouble. Uh, he uh it was a borderline call. There were two borderline calls that City High fans were probably upset with. There was a tag out at home by Larson. That, I think, the runner was definitely safe. The the steal for second, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't get the cameras on the best view, and I I just don't remember it that well. I don't remember if it was a obvious call or not. But, yeah, uh I mean, Dowling made the plays to win this game. They deserve to win this game. If you have 12 hits um, and your opponent only has six, uh, yeah, it's it, it was it was definitely a, a just amazing game by Dowling. They played so well, and I feel like the scoreboard doesn't really show that because of the left on base. Bases loaded, no outs in the second inning, and you didn't score any. That is scary, but I mean. They got a way to win, which I think shows that they don't need those opportunities almost to win, which is nuts. Um, another thing I'll say, it was just a tough night for City High's lineup, to be honest. I mean, Mitchell and Boschka won for, I believe, I can get one for eight. They went one for eight, and they're the two, one in, I believe, the, t- the three, the fir- one hole and the three hole. Uh, Mitchell, I think, struck out. He struck out once, and then the rest were just, I believe, ground outs or pop-ups. But, yeah, those bats just weren't there for them. And that's those are your two potentially best hitters besides Obermeller. And Seaton's really good, too. Seaton, he, he got an RBI. But, um, I, I mean, if you're not going to see those dudes have multi-hit games, then you're going to be in trouble because... This dialing offense, I think, has proven that they're really good against great pitching now. So you're going to need offense, and they just didn't put up a good amount of four runs. I mean, it was close, but it was it had the potential for dialing to put up 10. So, um, yeah, their high-stress pitching was really good. They did not allow big, like a huge, there was no insane double that scored like four. It was just... <laughs> It was just kind of like sack flies, ground outs to get the RBIs. Um, there were a couple, maybe like single CR. I know English and Larson had one. But, oh, now let me talk about Blake Larson a little bit more. I mean, it's dope he's throwing hard. But this, I mean, this, <laughs> the great, it, it just is such a difference velocity-wise with him. And... <laughs> Dowling's pitchers, like, I feel like Dowling's pitchers are sitting, like, low 80s, and then this Blake Larson comes out throwing 93 and gets to 94 with a hurt shoulder. I mean, this kid is going to be nuts. His junior and senior season, and the best part about it is he can hit, too. So he had two hits, or, yeah, he had two hits and an RBI and a walk. He reached base all three times. Um, So, yeah, it was Larson's a star man he, he's gonna be an MVP slash Cy Young these next two years a candidate at least and then there's Baumler his 
his buddy going to TCU with him. That's just awesome. Nuts. So this Dowling team, man. I will. Another note was Dowling's defense. They had two errors this game. I don't even remember those. I feel like they Dowling's defense was really good, and they've been good the past two games. I've seen Northwest, Waukee Northwest, Waukee. I've seen now Johnston against uh, John, uh, Northwest too, and I've seen Prairie, and I've seen Indianola all make errors that literally cost them the game. Johnson, obviously not. Johnson won, but Johnson's a different story when you're talking about high school baseball. Prairie literally gave up an error that put them down, I think it was 2-0 right away. Waukee, they had six errors or five errors in a game. Lost pretty substantially. Northwest, I think it was three errors. I can actually check that right now. They had four errors. And, yeah, I mean, I don't think City High was like a... I feel like I'm forgetting that they did have... They had three errors. I don't know if it scored runners. But... I, I did. It did because Nicholson had another double such thing, double error that uh, he scored on eventually. So, yeah, it's it's all about the errors. I mean, we've seen literally just teams fold. But I feel like Dowling, Nicholson is so good at short right now. He's just so smooth. And then there's Blake Anderson who played short last year. Torres Labrum had to move to second base. So, he's got that, he's a shortstop moving the second, usually way easier, way easier to throw at the first from there, and he looks super smooth. Um, he maybe had one play where he bobbled or something, bobbled a grounder that he couldn't beat out, and I mean, City had its dudes run out of the box, so I mean, it's a, it's a kind of hold your breath moment every single time. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Downing's defense has been super impressive this tournament, I feel like, uh, they definitely make, I feel like, the most plays, they're routine plays, I haven't seen anyone make a diving play yet besides Seamer, but, or Michael Seamer from Johnston, but, um, they, they're just routine, everything feels routine, it's not, it's not a hold your breath moment for them most of the time, uh, yeah, so, now that I'm done with those two games, let me go over, the available pitchers that each team will have that I think will pitch. I'm not going to include every single arm they have. Realistically, you're not going to throw in a kid who's pitched five innings against Des Moines North to uh, pitch in the state championship. So let me talk about those arms real quick. We got Johnston. Available pitchers for Johnston. We got Carter Williams. Uh, pray to God. I just said Carter Williams, right? Um... Yes, Carter Williams. For some reason, I thought his name wasn't Carter for a second. But Williams, 9-0 on the season, 1.44 ERA, .68 whip. That is nuts. Only nine walks, 11, I think, if you count the hit by pitches. Uh, yeah, this is the arm you definitely want up to pitch a state championship game. You could argue Pimble, but I think Williams... He's just as much as an ace as Pimble. It's just he's less proven. He's a junior, and that's where people, like, maybe 
outside of Johnson just don't really know why you wouldn't pitch Pimble because Pimble's kind of a big name now. Pimble's got that big game rep, up, like rep, and Williams is kind of just coming up as a junior, and he's been really, really elite. He's been elite, Cy Young potential of the year, but um, I. I'm sure people thought maybe Pimble was a, like the state champ pitcher if you pick for Johnson, but it's Willems, and Willems been elite this year. He's gonna start. He's gonna probably limit mistakes like walks. So it's gonna come down to Johnson's defense making plays because Dowling's gonna put it in play. And I mean, I I don't worry about Lundholm's glove at all at short. I worry about just it was weird. Um, First baseman, I believe, is Hesselman. He was just having trouble uh, digging ball. Uh, was it scoop? He was having trouble scooping. Uh, there, there are hard scoops. Don't get me wrong, but that's a play you got to make in, in a state championship setting. Um, so I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped to see how Williams pitched. He's electric. I'm actually really excited for this matchup because it's going to be a bullpen game, I think, for Dallas. But we'll we'll see. Pierce Anderson coming in relief. We saw him against uh, against um, Liberty. He got into trouble. He was he walked batters. He's t- almost thirty walks on the season. That's a problem. We can't be having that. Walk free passes. Our death sentence. We saw Dowling make City High pay multiple times for those free passes. So we can't. We can't be seeing that from Pierce. He has electric stuff. He has swinging miss stuff. 35 innings pitched. He has 49 strikeouts. He, he's an elite pitcher strikeout-wise. He misses bats. But it's the it's the walks that are killing him. If he limits walks, he's a top-tier pitcher, especially coming out of the bullpen. He easily could have been. He could, he's like a reliever of the year candidate next to Evan Grant. So... He's a start. He's 7-0 and on the year, if you didn't know. He's 35 innings pitched. one opponent batting average. That's, that's elite. That's better than Pimble, I believe. Yeah, that's better than Pimble. That's better than Willems. He doesn't allow hits, and he strikes out batters. That's as perfect as you can get. He just walks, um, he just walks people. Um, next pitcher, Caden Gordon. He came in and cl- like just kind of got the out. Throw him in there, got the out. He has really good numbers on the 0.86 year, one dot sixteen whip. Uh, kind of, I mean, for Johnston wise, he's got a high opponent batting average. He doesn't really 0.172. Um, he does also. He he is uh, kind of a two to one strike strikeout to walk ratio. Um, for every two strikeouts you get, he's gonna walk someone. You could live with that. I think you can live with that. Um. I won't be too worried. Uh, next pitcher that could pitch is Sam Hesselman. He's been like the closer this year for Johnson. He's got five save, four saves on the year. I don't know where he got five. Um, I, he came in and closed against Waukee earlier in the year. 1.08 ERA, 1. whip. He's got 14 Ks on the season. I don't know if he'll pitch. I don't really think he would. Because I think Johnson's going to want to go the distance with Williams almost. And then maybe throw in a Pierce Anderson six inning, seven inning. Um, I don't think they want to leave it up to the bullpen. They want Williams to go 
I mean, everyone wants their starting pitcher to go deep, but I think that's like their kind of do or die because you don't want to let Dowling see bullpen arms, especially for a while. But, I mean, there is flexibility. They've got Pierce Anderson to come in who pitches starter innings to, to kind of relieve some stress. If Willems only makes it four, you can live with it. It's going to be stressful, but you can live with it. And then Kaden Hausrud, uh, he's another arm. He has good stats on the season, uh, like ridiculous stats. I'm a, I mean, I don't know if, who he's pitched against. I'm assuming it's not top-tier comp, but he's a .93 ERA with a .79 whip. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, and, and that's in 22 innings pitched, so he has pitched innings. But, yeah, that's, that's the arms for Johnson. Those are uh, super qualified. One, two, three. Three at least pitchers. Four, potentially, Caden Gordon. Throwing Caden Gordon in the mix along with Sam Hesselman. So that's four good pitchers for them. That's flexibility. I think City High may have, what, four pitchers against Dowling? Five pitchers. They had five pitchers. They kind of had a weird situation with what happened there. They... They got got right right away in the game, but um, let's move on to Dowling Arms. Dowling Arms, I mean, uh, they're good. This, the Dowling, down this this just magnitudes. I'm stuttering like a baby right now. This just shows the magnitude of Jake English's performance because he went so deep. This allowed. Drew Morrow, Evan Curran, and Luke Sheridan all to be available. They're all available. Curran, Sheridan, Morrow, all available. That is insane for Dowling. Their pitching is set up, and they, what I thought wouldn't be happening, I thought Dallin, I thought Johnson would be the team walking in with set up pitching, which they, they are set up, but I think these Dowling arms are potentially better. Curran... He's definitely going to pitch. I don't know when. I've kind of whiffed the ball on predicting Johnson's, I mean, Dowling's pitchers. Everyone else have been okay with John, Dowling. They've been, I've been missing like crazy. But they've got Morrow, who, will, who could start. He can give you two innings. I, uh, Johnson, I don't know if he can give you two innings. Depends. You got to get, you got to make them get some weak contact. I don't think they're going to be striking out tomorrow's stuff. Um, Evan Curran, we know he's going to come in. I don't know when. He could come in second, or he could come in, like, in the third inning after another, like, bullpen arm comes in. For example, like, Sheridan comes in, gets, like, one inning. But Curran's going to come in and can go deep. It's going to be interesting to see how Dowling, I mean, Johnson bats handle this weird sidearmy release that just ground up ground up ground up ground up so that's kind of what watching Curran is it's not going to be like a tons of strikeouts he does have a good amount of strikeouts on the 44 k's that's impressive but it's going to be like a a single is what you're going to kind of be getting off him it's hard to elevate his his pitches to the gaps or out of the park that being said Johnson bats are a different story so we don't know we don't know for sure. Um, 
But yeah, that Dowling's set up. Both teams are set up. Willems, they've got their ace on the mound. Morrow, I mean, Dowling doesn't really have an ace arm. They would be Blake Larson, but their ace arm is in the bullpen, and that's Evan Curran. So we'll have to see uh, what happens. Sam Carroll's another arm I was seeing. He he has 24 innings pitched, two dot ERA about and a one dot whip. So he has a he has a good amount of experience. He can go an inning potentially. He does walk batters. He doesn't have a good ratio strikeout to walk ratio, but I mean, you just need an inning. You can maybe get one from. It. All right, moving on to the keys. Just one key to the game. I'm no coach, I'm no league baseball coach, but this is what my opinion would be. My key for Dowling, I mean for Johnson, is to just jump right away. First, second inning. If you if they get four runs to start and Curran comes in and he has to just kind of soften a lead, Johnson's sitting pretty because their pitching should be able to hold. Um... Their, their pitching path to victory is there for them if they get up into a big lead. That allows Willems to just fill the zone and get out if they get up right away. And that makes Dowling crack the bullpen and potentially get Curran's pitch count up right away and force him to throw in an arm that they probably aren't comfortable with. Um, the key to key for... Uh, Key for Dowling is to jump on Willems. Obviously, I know I just kind of repeated myself, but they jump on Willems. I think Johnson's bullpen arms are not as good, in my opinion, as uh, Dowling's. I don't think they're as good. I think Johnson's got the best one-two in the state, but after three, it's it's a borderline. They're good. They're just not as elite. So I think if Dowling cracks the bullpen and drives that pitch count up, Johnson's going to have to roll with an arm that for either longer than they're comfortable with or an arm that they're not comfortable with at all. So, well, this is going to be super fun to see how this plays out. This this is a great matchup, man. This is a great matchup. I'm hyped for this. Uh, I mean, you should be familiar with the bats by now for both teams were kind of running long on time but Johnson uh, the players that are on fire right now Tyne Whedon and Will Nuss both of those dudes are going off those are the, those are the bats that are hot and then they got Miles Risley who's gonna be good he's just a good center fielder and then they've got um, Michael Seymour who's really good too he's he's elite both of those dudes are just the top of the top all state baseball players so and then for Dowling Bats, um, Nicholson's really good. He's kind of had an eh tournament, but his speed is such a problem for for teams that um, that he, he can beat out routine roundouts. So he gets on base through those, and um, it, he's just a good bat, great leadoff bat. Anderson looks super comfortable, Blake Anderson. Really comfortable in his ABs. He's been elite in the tournament. Baumler, we know Trevor Baumler's the best hitter in the game. Blake Larson, he's been hitting really well. He's been hitting singles, but he's hitting. Other than that, I mean, Sheridan, maybe English is hitting. I don't know. 
But yeah, there you go, four or five deep. Uh, Nehas is a really good nine-hole hitter, in my opinion. He's he has power, but he's pretty. He's been pretty smart. He's been hitting well. He's getting on base. He's not just trying to take one to the fence. So, yeah, that's kind of the state championship preview. Uh, there's really only one other headline to talk about, which is Brady Blake got a Creighton offer. Proud, happy for him, and he that's a great out-of-state offer for baseball. I mean, we see a lot of dudes just commit to Iowa. So seeing someone get an offer out of state, similar to like Watt, Anthony Watts is going to Creighton, if you don't know, kind of the Cy Young of the year is Anthony Watts. So um, Blake getting an offer there is cool. I don't know if it's for pitching or if he's going to be like a hitter, position player, but um, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for tonight. I'll try to get this podcast up as soon as possible. Uh, you guys should be seeing it like literally 30 minutes after I record but um thank you guys for watching uh please tune in the state championships tonight it's great baseball it's gonna be this is a CIML master class man this is the this is the top tier of comp so uh uh please tune into that I hope you guys have a great day uh make sure to tune in see the other episodes if you haven't yet where I talk about kind of what happened in state baseball, too, and some other headlines sprinkled in there. But it's baseball season. we got to stick to baseball. All right. Hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening. Peace out.